Northern Brewer is the proud sponsor of the Brewing Network's Jameel Show. They have the widest selection of domestic and imported malts and grain, hops from all over the world, and a full line of liquid and dry yeast. No matter what style of beer you're brewing, Northern Brewer has the ingredients you need, plus fast shipping and expert staff to help you make the best beer possible. Please visit northernbrewer.com for all things homebrew. All homebrewers have a favorite commercial beer, but not everyone can make it. Welcome to the show that teaches you how, where you can challenge two masters, Jamil Zainashev and Tasty McDole. This is the Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Now here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Hey, beer people, what's up? Hey, I don't plan this stuff. I just have to say what comes out to my my little brain here. You should plan. You should have an opener. I have a plan. Hey, let's uh, figure out an opener for you. Here, here's a here's a little news item. Uh, <laughs> news item. Uh, people, a lot of people are emailing me like, "Are you what's the cel- what's the status of the celebration club?" Well, the beer is on the market. It's fresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm striking up the kettle to to make the beer. Okay. Of course, I did need some clarification, so I sent uh, Steve Dressler a uh, an email. Mm-hmm. Like Steve, I said, well, Steve, well, Steve, you know, help me the, out. the beer didn't quite taste the same. The color's a little off. We, I suspect that maybe you're in fact using a, a British crystal. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, yes, it's crisp. Right? Oh. The bastard. Right. So what a, what a great guy. So he says, well. Oh, yeah, the great guy. He's a great guy. So he, uh, so he says, I'll send you some. In fact, I'll send you all the hops you need to. So he sends oh, me this nice. big box of, uh, I must he, have like 10 he, pounds of C60. I just, I kid. He is a really nice guy. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, so what I plan to do, this is uh, pretty bold. I'm <laughs> going to uh, do do one mash. Yes. Uh, you know, a 12-gallon batch. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do two boils. I'm going to do a uh, all, whole hop beer, and I'm going to do a pellet beer. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have, uh, we'll, know, we'll see if we clone the beer. We'll see if, well, what's the I'll difference? You, yeah, don't don't tell me which is which. No, I, I won't will, tell you. I will pick out the pellet well, versus the whole hop. Oh, that is a great experiment just yeah. to see, not even to see if you can clone it, but to see if you can pick out the pellet from the whole. Yeah. I'll pick it out. That's I, good. Well, because I say their house flavor it. is because of the whole hops. I'm going to see if that's the case. I don't, I'll, 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 I'll pick it. I think you can do it. Huh? I, th- I think so. Got to do I, a triangle I, test, though. I could, I could pick the. Uh, we'll have, uh, three oh, we'll, we'll do a tri- triangle test. Yeah, we'll three, I, I welcome it. I that's welcome beautiful. It. Okay, we're going to do. That. I could, I could, right. I could, I could detect the world flock. Come right, on, look, look in, for a, that. in an American <laughs> st- in a Shakespeare stout. Well, I could detect right. the world flock. Well, I, I well think, anybody I think, can detect world flock if there's two pounds of it in ten gallons. Nobody else did. Well, it's true. Y'all looked at me like I had lost my mind when I started talking about seaweed. That's because you like fish. <laughs> there's you a, know what kind of fish I'm talking about. There's a question from the, from the chat already. Yes. Uh, what? How Se- much have you guys had to drink? Well, no, almost. Secret Is this La- show four? Secret Lab wants to know, how come Jay-Z gets a sword sound in the intro and Tasty gets a beer ca- a beer can fuck sound? <laughs> Who's asking that? Secret Lab. All right. Is that this the guy is that keeps thinking? Because, Secret Lab, this is the Jamel show. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, it's not the Tasty Show. 
of the Tasty Show. It's Jamel. Hey, I want to have my own last, show. Last last six years. Want, well, wait, I thought this show. was Can You Brew It? Elliot Elliot yeah. says because Tasty's all about drinking and less about swords, and I think that kind of rings true. Uh, I can't deny that. Yeah, you're less about swords yeah, and more about the beer. I, I enjoy good swords. I put play. my sword away a long time ago. I'll tell you, there's times at the brewery, Chris and I are standing there. Going to the bathroom, a little bit of sword play comes out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cross the swords. Just yeah. a little bit. Streams. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. He's not roll, lying. Roll no. out the sword play. Why would he lie? Why would he lie about <laughs> We have the ever fabulous uh, Chris Kennedy, our head brewer at uh, Heritage Brewing. He's he of joined play. us. <laughs> joined us. Speaking of sword play, Adam and Eve. No, uh, we. <laughs> We have Chris Kennedy here in the uh, Yeah, I feel like these heretics here thank Chris Kennedy uh, for not fucking it up. He does a <laughs> right, great job there. Right. It's all right. me. Thanks for not fucking it up. You can tell us the um, third show, by the way. <laughs> right. Also, thanks for not fucking it up. Northern Brewer. Talking about not fucking it up, Northern Brewer. Those guys get it right. They're growing, yeah, you know. They're, you can see they're growing because they're really good. They're doing well. It's great. I'm Quiet. growing right now just thinking about them. <laughs> They're handsome dudes. We talked at length uh, the other show about, about how, how good looking they, they are, right. especially Chip. You know, <laughs> especially from behind. See, I'm more of a, I'm more of a Dawson guy than a Chip guy. Dawson. I think, like just on pure looks, pure. Well, you're into the. I'll tell you, I'm Dawson the, the is. Yeah, he's a smart. Yeah. He's intelligent. Yeah. I could, I, I, I could, I could go for some Dawson. Absolutely. <laughs> Me too. Now, Jake, that's about as ugly as a human being gets. Well, I feel like Jake is excessively hairy for for oh, for what I would enjoy in a mate. Yeah. He's a talented know, artist. Even though. if you were a chimpanzee, yes. you, yeah, that's too hairy a mate for you. It's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a good thing they don't listen to this. I, yeah, but I'll, t- I'll tell you this. Uh, what is also a good thing is they're great folks who have put a lot of effort into supporting the homebrew community building a business that that provides the best products at the best prices the best service and uh best selection you can't go wrong you know you can you can speak with pride about being a northern brewer customer i seriously believe that um those are good folks, and they will treat you right and if you're if you're doing business with them you're doing you're doing something right uh if if you've never checked it out, go to northernbrewer.com. Look at the website. Um, you'll be amazed at some of the products they carry. If you're looking at some of the products like a, a Thomas Fawcett malt or, or a Simpsons malt, um, you know some of those British crystals that they have, and you're like, well, you know, I can just get you know domestic crystal malt. It's like, no, no, no. Why? Why do they carry that? Because it makes a difference in your beer. If it didn't make a difference in your beer, if they didn't have those malts, we couldn't do uh, something like the um, uh, Fuller's clones. They, they, you know, there's a lot of clones we couldn't do. A lot of those those great British beers. They carry it because it matters. They don't carry it for a lark. They carry it because it's important to you as a home brewer and making the best beer possible. Right. Well, and why would you carry bird seed? Why would you carry birds? Because it's a lark, and a lark is a bird. Right. Because <coughs> it feels good in your pocket. Uh, what are we doing today, Jamil? Well, what we're doing today, besides praising our fine sponsor, Northern Brewer, is uh, we're getting into the uh, 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 another episode of the uh, Reverse Canyon Brewit. Yeah. And this is one where, you know, Chris, you at uh, GABF, we're all sitting there around the table there, talking about uh, the shows and things like that and you said one of the things you'd like to see is the reverse ga uh can you brew it so we're doing all these things where homebrewers are trying to clone the the pro brewer beers 
well, how about when the pro brewers try and clone the amateur beers? You know, what's, you know, how do they do at that? And immediately we all thought it was a great idea, and so we've kind of embarked on doing that. We've gotten a number of these shows done. And one of the ones that uh, we thought would be great would be to talk to Matt Staley, who did a, uh, a clone, uh, a pro-am beer with Heretic Brewing. Uh, it is the uh, Taffel Bully clone. It's one of the. It was actually the first beer that Heretic did. Yep. <laughs> and and it really, just because of timing, yep. we had to have it for the the homebrew conference. And so it's like, all right, well, you know, there were delays in, in getting the brewery up and running, and it's like, all right, well, we'll just go ahead and that'll be beer number one. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting... Uh, it was a great brew day, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's not a real uh, normal thing for the first for the first brew of a brewery to do a pro-am, but uh, we just, you know, we wanted to brew with Staley, and um sounded like a great beer, and so we, you know, good, what better time than... Why not first? We got Matt on the line, too. Am I? <laughs> Hi, buddy. <laughs> hey, Hi there, hey, Matt. How you doing? Yeah, see that $3 headset? It's working great. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to spend a lot of money. I know. I know. I, I was hovering over the $35 one and the $3 one, and I said, if you don't take Jamil's advice, you, you're going to regret it. All right. Well, uh, how's, how's $3 sounding? Is it probably better than the thirty five dollar? I've 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 spent like you know hundreds of dollars on the freaking headsets and they sound horrible. Or they're all muted and you know you can't hear anything. You just buy the two dollar one and it sounds great. <laughs> Loving it. Thank you, China. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more Malaysia. But you no, know, what well, do I know? Uh, sorry to the Malaysian people. Uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, Why are you making up countries? Children, <laughs> Malaysia. That doesn't exist. Children with small fingers. Working at yeah, I think it's the bad part uh, of Asia, the Mal Asia. You know, it's that, that it. was too smart a joke for this crowd. Don't don't be hacking on the All Malaysians. Right. All right, go. all right. I'm gonna open a beer then. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, uh, I've I've known Matt for a while now, a good friend of mine, and one of the things I knew was that he was interested in doing a pro am, and. When it came to pass that uh, I was starting a brewery, I'm like, uh, hey, man, you want to do pro? <laughs> I'm all right. It's not like you're not in love with the it. idea. What are you talking about? You, no, were, you were young. It was, it was an obvious choice, right? Right. I was young and dumb and full of <laughs> fun. Yes. Um, no, no. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, if, if I can't uh, make my friend Matt's dreams come true, then why bother opening a brewery at all? Well, you mean other than physically, right? I mean, right, right. Making yeah. your dreams yeah, come true. Yeah, not that kind of dream. Right. Yeah, beer dreams. Yeah. Beer we're dreams come true. No, um, so I was like, Matt, you want to do Pro-Am? And um, he's like, yeah, sure. I'll do Pro-Am. And then we're like, what beer? And he's like, well, JP likes this beer. And that was our downfall, I think. They're <laughs> so like, okay, is, not that one then. You should have turned should have turned around the other way. So. Yeah. Well, hey, I also like breathing. You want to stop doing that? Right. Yeah. Right. right. 
Funny thing was I, I had an award-winning mild, which was Jamil's recipe, and then I had an award-winning so Old Ale. Let's brew my recipe as a pro-am. Yes. <laughs> it's happened yeah. enough already, I'm sure. Well, it seems like it's inevitable, isn't it? I mean, what? No, well, and here's the thing. Um, you know, I met Matt uh, a few years before, and I tried several of his beers, and they were all well-brewed. And, um, you know, of course, the best one was the, like the mild, where it was pretty much long. He, he actually made some changes to that recipe. But that was really excellent. You went on winning Best of Show at uh, America's Finest City with that beer, right? Yes. And that was, that was really fantastic. That's a tough competition. That's a great accomplishment. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was the quaff one. So, I, yeah. yeah, I had it. Well a, judged. A, yeah. Absolutely. I'm very proud of you, Matt. Thank you. Well, when you start with quality recipe, like uh, classic styles, yeah, you really can't go wrong. Um, uh, so, but you did a pro-am of that one, right? But that, I, I guess the, the problem with that one was there was, your beer was brewed on a professional scale for, to give to all the judges in the subsequent year's AFC, right? But yeah, you actually, weren't invited I brewed, I brewed to brew it. it. With- I brewed it with Paul Sangster oh, so you uh, did. on his system. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's... He's not actually a professional. Right. That's a little <laughs> so much of a pro-am. Right. It's an am-am. But, you know, Paul, you know, well-respected, you know, quality brewer. So uh, that's something. A good dude. And so is Matt. They're both yeah. good dudes. Right, right, right. So, um... It was uh, a good dude-am. A good dude-am. I like that. Right. Yeah, that sounds like a but, national uh, event. You know, so I really wanted to do something with Matt because I like Matt, and uh, I thought it would be really cool that, to have this opportunity. We had difficulties in the brewery getting everything set and getting all the the CNO and the regulatory and a lot of l- other little things, and we were struggling to meet this deadline of having beer at the nationals. So this ended up being our very first brew at heretic right yeah i remember a a real fun time in the mill room with you (laughs) Uh oh and then we like the keystone cops of a brew day we turned the mill on yeah (laughs) (laughs) we turned the mill on no it it ended up being uh chris what was it 22 and a half uh, well Well, by the time i got home from the time i i had to leave like at six in the morning to get down there early enough and then by the time i dropped off matt and livermore and drove home i actually had to pull over and sleep for like eight minutes at a time to drive another eight minutes uh it was a it was a good 19 hour brew day 20 hour brew day for me it was yeah 22 and a half hours total and the brew day was 19 to 20 hours that was your first batch at heretic Wow. Yeah, the the drains weren't working. A couple <laughs> of other things. Oh, it's a proof Stuck of concept. Mash. Right. As it turns out, uh, it's a, when you're trying to clone a beer, it shouldn't be your first time brewing on a system. But yeah, I tell all these home brewers, well, you know, just, just, just do a water batch where you, you know, move it around, you try right. to bump. That's them. a good well, idea. I'm pretty sure that's, a, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's, I'm pretty sure that's normal to do well, in a brewery. Sure, sure we would, we would have, that too. We would have found out that the water wouldn't go down the drains. Yeah, and the grist was like... Because the water has too much particulate matter in it, I guess. Uh, that would be the problem. Mm. Maybe maybe found something out about the, the thermometers, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. You, oh, oh, oh calibrate, calibrate the thermometers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've heard that before. I don't know where, but I've heard that nah. before. It's That's, overrated. 
<laughs> but yeah, so it was it was a rough it was a rough brew day. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but it was a, it was it happens. I mean, it was the first brew. It was the second right. brew on that system at all. EJ right. Fair had brewed, I think, one or two days prior to us, mm-hmm. and so and they had a miserable day. They were they yeah. horribly stuck mash. We avoided the stuck mash. Yeah, but I, I wasn't even I wasn't able to be there on their brew day, and so right. it was basically you know oh, a, a first time uh-huh. with, with you know no tips going in, and so you, Other you, you don't know if your crush is right. Mash, yeah. you, know, you don't you know if your crush is right for your for your mash ton. You don't know you know temp, you don't know strike. It was the strike temperature was a complete right. guess. Yeah. Um, which you know turned out to be impo- foolish anyway, since our thermometers were like five degrees off. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, you know, there's all sorts of things that you know you take for granted when you brew on systems you, your entire your entire career after everybody else had already brewed on them. And so it was a weird uh, it was a weird thing to be brewing with Matt and trying to copy his processes when you're trying to create your own, <laughs> own processes at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And so, you know. I don't. I don't think there was ever a happier sacrificial lamb. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, like for me, it was you know about 13 seconds before Jamil emailed me about the pro am. I had told my wife, you know, I think this year my goal for homebrewing is going to be to do a pro am. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's pretty was, awesome that I you complete your your, your your thirteen goal seconds later. Thirteen seconds later, and you're just like, <laughs> tell your wife, oh well, I'm done for the year. Yeah. Well, he's he's yeah. fast. He's a fast finisher. <laughs> That's what she says. Uh, <laughs> but uh, hey, uh, well, perfect segue for the AdamandEve.com uh, thing right. right now. Yeah. If you finish fast, yeah. AdamandEve.com. <laughs> Look, you deal with program. You don't tell us how to run a, a radio show, okay? <laughs> All right. Oh. They, <laughs> they do sell still sell that numbing lube, though, right? I just I just want to make that right. Well, let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk about more numbing, numbing lube and and all the other goodies of the show. <laughs> back after this. In a world where everything has been lost. What happened to the city? It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? (laughs) Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. (laughs) I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, massive selection, and superior customer service comes... Blickman Engineering. Think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. 
like the Intuitive Beer Gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles, the Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day, the Brewmometer, a brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The Auto Sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. A heretic is anyone who does not conform to an established attitude, doctrine, or principle. If you love craft beer, you're already a heretic. The very first thing we did when we started looking at the beers that we would brew, we got rid of all those recipes. We started from scratch. We've been pilot brewing the most creative things that we think of and the most interesting things. We've completely gone away from style. Heretic Brewing Company is opening this spring in Pittsburgh, California, and you can be a part of it. Visit hereticbrewing.com and facebook.com slash hereticbrew. Get the latest updates on the brewery and upcoming beers. Show everyone how you celebrate great beer as a heretic. It's a fairly powerful word. Being a heretic, that means you're not settling for ordinary beer. You are going with flavorful, creative, bold, interesting beers. A heretic is looking for the best beers out there. Be a heretic. Don't drink ordinary beer. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones, no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Now back to Can You Brew It? All right. What were we talking about? Imperial Janus Brown <laughs> Ale. Delicious. Well, we're talking about Matt Staley. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're talking about the uh, the program that we did with uh, my good friend Matt uh, at Heretic Brewing. So that was called Taffle Bully. So, uh, Matt, why don't you give us a, a, a quick rundown of the recipe? Do you have that handy? Yeah, I, I think so. You, you check my math here. Um, for six gallons... Uh, we're looking at 72% Pilsner malt. Um, you can ask Jamil whether you'd use Belgian or German Pilsner malt. I, I like German at this point. Uh, 15% wheat malt, 5% uh, cane sugar, but we'll get to that in a minute. 5% Vienna malt, 1.5% biscuit, and 1.5% Munich 40 
Mm-hmm. Um, you're shooting for a starting gravity of 1049. Um, I'm not sure what the finishing was on this. I don't have it in front of me when we did it at Heretic. But um, no, that for, was like 1050. 20 Play-Doh? 15 Play-Doh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of math is that? No, it yeah, was like, no, it was huge. Yeah. No, it, it was about two and a half Play-Doh. What, finishing? Oh, yeah. finishing. Yeah. Yeah. 10, 11, something like that. Okay. Two and a half Play-Doh. Finishing. Yeah. Yeah, Which was higher than we anticipated. Well, it was also pre-Brett, so... Right. Yeah. Yeah, we ended up with... Um, we had a problem where the <laughs> thermometers that were there at the brewery um, we're off by like six degrees. Yeah, you know, and the br- and the and the brand new one that we had bought was off by three. Yes. So we ma- we wound up mashing warmer by that much, right? Yes. Okay. So instead uh, of one forty nine, we had one fifty five, or one fifty one fifty six, or whatever it was. Yeah. Now you home brewers out there, you, you know, you can buy a calibration thermometer. You can check all your. Uh, Thermometers, right. for which you. we now, which I now do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me on the homebrew scale, I, I got rid of all my dial thermometers and switched to just lab yeah. thermometers yeah. because I I got so sick mm-hmm. of calibrating everything. All yeah, the time. If, it, if it weren't for the fragility of those lab thermometers, I would use those right. all the time. I use the, I use a lab thermometer for calibration and I it, quick quick to quick to read yeah. and mm-hmm. easy to so read accurate. And, and, yeah, I, I, and accurate. Yeah, I think we're heating the water for our second batch. And I'm like, you know, maybe we ought to check these thermometers. And I said, what? Why? Come on, it's <laughs> we check right. Them and we're like way off. If you yeah. never check it, then you never know you're wrong. Right. And, and, and realistically, on the homebrew level, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, as long as so you... So yeah. whatever it reads, it's like, okay, I need less mash temperature than, okay, exactly. use a lower number. I need more mash temperature. My beer's too number. estuary. I need to ferment lower. Unless doesn't it's a matter real if bad thermometer, and then it could... Right, if but it's, if it's As reading, long as it's consistently wrong... Right, as long as yeah. it's consistent, then it don't, really doesn't matter what the number is. It does when you start giving your recipes to other people, and you say, yes. mash at 152... Right. You've really been mashing at 158. But that's why it. you never listen to mash temperatures from other people. Right. Because well, they're always wrong. <laughs> not for me. I'm, I'm a calibrated motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Can I give you the hops? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So, um, Good timing, man. Let's see. This is uh, going to be a 90-minute boil because of the, the Pilsner malt, but you don't start adding hops until 40 minutes, at least the way that I have it written here. Um, this was the, with the Centennial Edition for bittering that I did. Mm-hmm. We wound up doing Warrior at Heretic, and I think we did that at 60 minutes, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to give you the way I have it and just adjust if you want to do that 60-minute Warrior Edition. But I have um, 14 IBUs of Centennial at 40 minutes. Then at 20 minutes, I did um, 13 grams of Sriracha Ace and 6.5 grams of Amarillo. At Flame Out, I did 13 minutes of Sriracha Ace and 6.5 of Amarillo, that same charge again at, at zero minutes. And then dry hopped with 2 grams of Sriracha Ace and a whopping 2 grams of Amarillo. Um, so that'll do you for hops. Uh, we used the Belgian five, the White Labs 550 on this. And then Brett Bruxellensis. Uh, Chris, when did you add the Brett? 
Uh, I added it post primary. Once the ma- majority Main fermentation of, was over, right? I uh, right. I crashed the beer down to sixty, and then allowed it to to try to get out as much primary yeast as I could. Uh, dropped all that yeast, and then I added it to the tank as it was dr- coming back up in temperature. At the same time as at because your your Adding recipe sugar. had a sugar addition, and I withheld that from we withheld that from the boil. Uh, to try to uh, facilitate this sort of accelerated uh, bread fermentation. Because uh, I mm. did some experiments at home, and I talked to a, a buddy of mine, Troy Casey, who uh, brews for AC Golden at, at Coors in, in uh, Colorado. And he uh, observed that if you, with a uh, secondary fermentation in the bottle, you would get bread character within uh, like a week or two mm. when you have that sugar fermentation. And so I, you know, taking that idea, I tried it at home. Uh, I was able to clear out the beer in a carboy, a five-gallon batch of it, uh, clear it out within a couple of days, and to be basically crystal clear. And I then added sugar and the bread, and within days, I had noticeable bread character. And so I was attempting to to do that as a way of accelerating getting bread character instead of waiting for a long um, extended because a normal bread fermentation will involve breaking down uh, dextrins and that's where you get a lot of the uh, character and so we added it um, it was probably about ten, uh, six, seven to ten days after after brew day uh, mm-hmm. added the bread to the tank but, with, but, with at, at the same time as the sugar. But you were rushing it because you wanted to have it ready for the... Uh, no, not rushing it. The, 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 but the, as a brewer, you want to move a beer through as fast as you can. Maybe this is a way yes, to do it. Yes, uh, this well, was more based off of the timing of the National yeah. Homebrew Conference. Well, right, but I mean, in general... If you, this, would have been, uh, this would have been the normal process because mm-hmm. what, what the, uh, the, my thinking behind it was um, I wanted the draft version uh, to be have a Brett character to it because I you know that, that it was part of the taffable you know defines the beer it was yeah it, was, it defined the beer and so I would have done that regardless of any time constraints Be- because we're you know commercial brewery we couldn't have a ta- you know it's sitting around for for months and months and that so would, that would take yeah. you know although we have it sitting around for months and months we still have those well, yeah because we want to give right. the bread because it, right. as it turns out the the primary yeast was too strong it was stronger in our 30 barrel tank mm-hmm. than it was at home and so mm-hmm. at home i think it's a it's a very valid technique to clear right. out the beer you can see that it's clear mm-hmm. and then re- reheat the beer to room temperature and mm-hmm. add the bread and sugar at the same time and get immediate like you know, within days, immediate right. Brett character. It is great, but Brett character. Personally, see, I did pilot batches of this. I would have gone with the five thirty, but that was just me. I you know, no. Matt was adamant for, for what yeah. reason? Because it tasted better. But that, that's okay. Um, oh, this is like the Heretic Insider show here. I think. See, sorry, you getting that? Yeah. Well, and, and see, let's and, pick on each other episode. Yeah, they're, they're gonna air it out here, but really subtly, like. See how they so pick just, on me when I'm not in the room? So it's just yeah, awkward like and not you know, uncomfortable. If I was there, I'd be throwing punches. <laughs> <laughs> and you're back out. In yourself, oh. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and, and, and here's the thing. All right, so Matt, um, you know, the the original grist that you had, you had Kiln Coffee and a couple of, or Kiln Amber and all that, right? And, and, Based yeah, on the, the kiln malt that I had was a thirty-five love. It was a Belgian kiln malt, and right. then 
we switched to biscuit, which I'm assuming is the Belgian one, which is a 28 love. Uh-huh. The British biscuit is 35 as well. I mean, they have a different profile, but right, right, right. we were kind of in the same ballpark. But I think we both like the the biscuit better than the amber. Right. Well, and we also changed from uh, Care Munich to Care Vienne because that was what uh, more beer had at the time, right? That's true. We couldn't get the Care Munich 40. Right. So we made some malt changes as well. Yep. Um, and which was disappointing to me in a way because. You know, I had done these programs before, and I was always kind of screwed by, you know, oh, you know, we don't use that malt. Oh, we don't use the hops. Oh, we don't use that yeast. What does he tell Staley? Oh, we can't get that malt. <laughs> well, I, want, I wanted to do exactly what he wanted to do, but we're there, and we had no time to get, get anything else. I mean, we're, we were, like, driving down to more beer. To, like, can you sell us 25 one-pound bags of, uh, you know, you know, so uh, we, we ended up making some substitutions. I felt really bad about that, but I think the substitutions were fine. I don't think, you know, the problems we experienced with the beer were necessarily that. I think it was more Chris's fault. For not calibrating the thermometers. That's exactly. that's what I got from the whole experience. Isn't that a head brewer's job? <clears throat> yes. Oh, yeah. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably. How does he still have a job, by the way? Well, you Tasty's know, looking to brew. You know, I, I, I'm. I drink a lot and really just don't care. <laughs> I make poor life decisions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you guys were up against like a big time constraint. We got we don't have any options right. here. Right. I mean, I, I my experience, I have all sorts of excuses. My two prom experiences, where you know, I sent the recipe over there, and they look it over, and they comment on how they maybe it should be adjusted to their system, and they order the stuff way ahead of time, and you show up there, and it's already ground up and ready. And they to go know in, how to brew, and they they know <laughs> they've what they've actually used their equipment used, before. They've calibrated their equipment. They all their thermometers miraculously are like calibrated. I don't know how that works, but yeah, they it was just like totally. You poor Matt. Got thrown like under the truck. I'm oh no no all right all right. I'll tell you. Let's take a break. I'm gonna punch Tasty in the junk, and we'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmasters Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmasters database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe, and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmasters Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it, with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. <laughs> 
Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, special rotating taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeasts, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's super yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. What does craft beer mean to you? Is it a delicious way to support your town's local brewer? Or perhaps it's the perfect beverage to pair with those delicious devils on horseback. Regardless of whether you're thinking of pints or pairings, pilsners or porters, craftbeer.com is the site where craft beer lovers come together to learn and share. Craftbeer.com is brought to you by the Brewers Association and celebrates the best of American craft beer and its brewers. Craftbeer.com is the best place to find craft beer events, recipes, great features stories, the most up-to-date brewery listings, and resources for your next beer tasting or dinner, like style guidelines, pairing mats, and charts. Get the inside scoop on new beer releases and special events from today's craft beer insiders, and chime in to share your own knowledge, perfect pairings, road trips, recipes, and more. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. BN Army, Hop Tech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. Hop Tech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of whole leaf hops. And Hop Tech not only carries Y yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's, Nottingham, and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeved shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. Now back to the challenge. Can you brew it? 
All right, we're back. Speaking of junk, fellas, gals, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy, your adult movie. Here's an offer you won't be able to resist. <laughs> Pardon me. Go to adamandeve.com for limited time only. You get 50% off just about any item, and that's not all. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll get three free adult DVDs. You'll get a free extra gift, so sensual we can't mention on the radio. And you're going to get free shipping on your entire order. So you buy one item, 50% off, right? So you're getting a good price on one thing. They throw in a bunch of extra stuff, and you get free shipping. It's so that often the prices are really reasonable. Right. Stuff's all from China. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know. <laughs> Chinese porn. All right. No, like, you know, big uh, cock you wouldn't believe. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, you know, they have a lot of things. I didn't know Chris was born in China. They That's have, weird. They have a, a large array of items yeah. from the, you know, mildly sensual that you would, you know, use with, that you would give your grandma. Your grandma. Yeah, yeah. Your to, grandma. Happy anniversary. To, it's only mildly sensual. It's one that spins in four directions. So right. To the, the the downright dirty, <clears throat> double pumping, fisting, <clears throat> twirling yeah. thing you to use your with your favorite, or, sh- yeah. or, favorite yeah. sheep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. No, no, they they got a wide range they, of stuff. They, they got they, what you need. It, it's a, hey, don't ask me where I got my headset. It's a it's a it's a classy site with a with a lot of great information, a lot of great products, great pricing. And if you use the code Candy Brew it C Y U C Y B I at checkout, you're going to get the fifty percent off the one item. You're going to get the free DVDs. You're going to get the free shipping. You're going to get the free extra gift. So you buy one little thing and you get a bunch of extra stuff. So it's worth it. You can give it a try. If it's something that that interests you. Something you can share with uh, somebody in your life. Uh, doesn't matter what the uh, what the orientation is. Uh, we, we don't uh, start ever. shopping now for New Year's. Right, New or, Year's party. There you go. Uh, bring in the uh, New Year's with a bang. Yeah, or several. All right. Just use the offer code CYBI at AdamandEve.com. They also have a mobile site m dot uh, Check it out. Good stuff. Good people. They've yeah. been sponsoring the show and. Uh, uh, you know, show them a little love for uh, for their uh, helping us out here. For their love. For their love. For their, their love. They show them love for their love for whatever. It's like they say, you want to spice it up in the bedroom. Spice it up on Canyon Brewit. So we're spicing it up here on Canyon Brewit. Uh, Matt, one of the things I, I've wanted to ask you is, is... Why did Jamil fuck you so much on this beer? Ah! Oh, yeah. He's out running for ingredients hey, like five minutes. I have an idea. Is. Can we talk about what the beer tasted like? Right, that's what I, I was going to say. Oh yeah, what about now? The- how did how did you feel? You know, I think the the sense I got from Matt, you know, really I wanted to do what Matt desired for this beer. I wanted to make the beer that he felt was representative of what he was doing with Taffle Bully. It's his name, it's his beer, it's his idea. I really wanted to make him happy that, you know, he would even do a pro-am. And the the, the thing was, when, when we talked about Taffle Bully, I got a sense that he had multiple versions. He had versions without bread, versions with bread, versions with different kind of, you know, that he had he had played around with. And it was kind of more of a concept than it was a single beer. Am I correct, man? 
Yeah, I, I like the other beers that I'd been successful with in competition were much more straight style beers. And I thought, you know, this would be, you know, along with Evil Twins, some of the first heretic beer people would be getting. So I wanted them to have something that wasn't exactly on style. And, and for the recipes that I'd developed, this was the most sort of heretical, if you will. Oh, we will. Oh, yeah, you will. <laughs> Right, so so the, the 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 concept of the beer, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that you're looking for a very uh, you know a lower alcohol in the four and a half to five range uh, beer that's uh, you know fermented with a Belgian yeast. It's got uh, you know a complex malt character, but a light malt character. It's got you know light dry hopping, but uh, you know, low bitterness. It's got, you know, bread complexity. It's got all this complexity, you know, a hugely complex beer in a low e- alcohol, easy to drink beer as well. So when you come home, and this is the way Matt described it to me, when I come home, I want to have a beer or two, but I can't drink, you know, I don't want something bland and plain. But I want something, you know, complex, but I can drink a couple of them. And this is, you know, the gist of of what he came up with, right? Yeah, kind of the way that you know people are trying out session IPAs and and sort of the the re looking at the pale ale as kind of this thing that's lower in alcohol but can have that big late hop charge. Mm-hmm. I was looking for something with the complexity of a Brett beer, and I was also looking at that time at some of the Belgian IPAs that that were kind of doing. Maybe what a saison yeast can do in terms of like a lemon or a citrus character, mm-hmm. and do that with hops instead of of using an actual saison yeast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. so it, I mean, complexity, yes, exactly. Without without the alcohol. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, in my defense, I really wanted to make exactly the beer that Matt wanted, and. This beer cost us a fortune. <laughs> this beer, this is the most expensive. We were buying it by the pond at the home brew shop. They well, were all pain in the ass. Well, that yeah. we had to get hops that nobody had, so I had to buy them. Uh, you know, Nico Brew really great, helped us out. Hey, Belgiana. Yeah, now he deals with you know home brewers, so I'm you know I'm, I'm, I'm paying you know, but he, he really did. He he came through for us. Good for him. But it cost us again, cost us a fortune. Yeah, he can't just. Um, you know, we had to buy not only. The 550 yeast, but you also had to buy a charge of Brett. We also had to get, you know, a bunch of. Uh... <laughs> we also had to get a bunch of um, uh, malt from, uh, you know, the homebrew shop, and so, <laughs> you know, I, I I pulled no punches. I went I, I went all out on this. You were thing. trying to put it together as, as, for m- as much as I possibly could. <laughs> well, I'll and, tell I, you. and I felt bad for everything that wasn't exactly the way you wanted. But everything that we did, we you know, we we, we tried to do exactly as Matt wanted. Yeah, even you brewed at home brew style. You run out for the ingredients at the last minute, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, have having had the the original beer and I, without Brett, I was actually surprised mm-hmm. you guys went with Brett. Right, um, right, right. I really enjoyed the the beer without the Brett. Um, having had the beer with the Brett and understanding all the problems that you guys went through, your what twenty two hour brew day, you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it, and I and I really think that you are are being way hard on yourself because you know all the troubles and tribulations that are trials and tribulations that went right. went, went into the into I the think beer. It's a, I think it's a good beer. You're talking the beer down in case you get in case you get negative negative feedback. I love the beer. It's my favorite heretic beer. 
Hands there down. You there you go. Hands down. Well, and I'd share that with you. All right, so you, let, you also kind of hate hops, right, JP? I don't hate hops. What I what I don't like about IPAs is the alcohol. I don't want a six right. percent. I don't want a seven percent beer. Um, I want a five percent beer. Right. That's it because I really like drinking. I enjoy. You drinking. can make complex beers with lower alcohol. Right. And you can have huge flavor with lower alcohol. That's why I love the Taffel Bully. Well, and that's why I like like Tasties. You know, he does these light pails that yes, you really, know, in really the, in the well four too. something with these blasting hops yeah. and this you know biscuity malt character, and I think those are fantastic. Yes, well, I, and I want more of those. Me if- Correct me if I'm wrong, but the the way that you, you know we talk about how it's harder it's hard to brew a light lager versus say a robust porter. I mean, you know, the the darker the malt, the you know, sort of the easier to hide flaws. I also think with a lower alcohol beer, it, uh, any little change in the process or the recipe or anything has a has a much larger effect on the beer. Right. If we were brewing, say, a Belgian IPA and going for six or seven percent alcohol, we might have hid some things. But this is a, a tiny and delicate thing, right? Uh, I, I, I think people who say that are underplaying the the effort and in, in the the skill it takes to create a, a great IPA or a great bigger beer. I think it's just as difficult to pr- create any sort of great a, a great version of any a great style. beer of any kind. Yeah. Right. But I, I kind of disagree with both of you. <laughs> that um, I don't think alcohol hides a lot of things. I think alcohol is a tough thing to do well. Um, I think a higher alcohol beer with um, to, to, to make it not solventy or you know like rubbing alcohol or something like that, I think that's tricky. I think um, on the lower alcohol side, you don't have that problem to deal with. All you're trying to do is add, you know, body and you know flavor and that's you know easier to do you add all these character malts and things like that higher mash temperature or you know uh, some some bodybuilding malts so i think you know that's a wash now i think really highly hopped beers presented to a consumer that can't recognize the different hop characters that's easy you just slam a bunch of hops in there doesn't matter what it is and they go oh it's hoppy uh (laughs) you know but you know the high-end consumer that really knows the different hop characters and things like that i think that can be tricky too like chris is saying so i kind of agree with you both but i also disagree with you both based off of that kind of thing i think um higher alcohol beers can be very tricky to make and lower alcohol beers um are easier in a way, but then getting the flavor, that can be tricky. Um, you know, straight pilsners, that's about fermentation. Um, the only way I would de- like add to that is like as, as like beginning home brewers, uh, they'll find their beer flaws, their their sanitation issues, their right. or they easier won't. in light beers. Uh-huh. In lighter beers, they'll find that. But yeah, sure. sure. Once I think you get it's that easier all to identify, identify but right, I think you'll right. still dislike your a seven percent beer, if it has that sort of like maybe acetaldehyde or, or an infection, right. because it, you notice it, you just can't identify it. Yeah. Well, that's well, like, oh, I just right. don't like. But a lot of that's again, beginning think, brewers don't have the palates that. Did. I think that's what Mike's got a great point here, yeah. where 
uh, you know, your uh, a bolder flavor beer hides a lot of those those sanitation right. flaws and those right. basic flaws, fermentation flaws. Right. Mm. So that, commercially, it's a whole different world. I think that's You're where clean that. To begin with. I think that's where that comment comes from. Right. Is oh, it's easier to make a highly flavored beer because it hides some of those sins. It only hides those sins because you know, beginning brewers maybe you know they just don't have that capability of picking out those it's like you know wow amongst the 12 percent and the 100 pounds of hops you know i'm <laughs> getting a little bit of lactic you know yeah. right 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 yeah the They're stouts all and all that stuff right right, right. well and the the thing i want to know from you matt is you know how you feel about how we brewed the beer and i'll ask you and then I'm going to ask JP. I'll, I'll start with JP. JP, do you feel <laughs> because I bit. because I think I'll get a better result from JP? I'm going to start with <laughs> JP. <laughs> JP, remember where the paycheck comes from? Yes, cloned or not cloned? Uh, not cloned. Oh, you fucking bastard! Yeah. Well, Here I mean, how can off. it be? Well, first of all, I never had the I never oh, had the edit, I never had the edit, recipe edit, with the bread. Edit that out. Right. All right, Matt. Cloned or not cloned? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would say it's not cloned because thanks for saving that JP. Because mainly, um, how can it be cloned if you right. admit that it didn't come out the way you wanted? Didn't come out the way I wanted it. But how did, how does it compare to the beer that Matt was making? Well, obviously, it's not cloned because if if Matt was making the beer and you tried it and you said I wanted that and then you right. cloned it and then you were like, oh, that's not what I wanted. Well, then either you had a lapse in judgment or uh, it wasn't cloned. I, I I hate you. Go ahead. Yeah, all right, Matt. So tell me. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> I hate myself a lot. <laughs> Matt, are you there, Matt? Did we lose you, buddy? Aww. Buddy, buddy. So Matt says. Awesome. No, I. I uh, there he is. I can barely hear you guys. Um, I don't know how I'm coming through, but you're you're going through great. You're buddy. Sound great. Yeah, that's yeah. that three dollar microphone. <laughs> hey man, yeah, the, the headphones don't, don't hang out with one dollar earphone. I'm telling you, those things. Hey, when you go to buy a headset, buy the cheapest one you could possibly find. Wow. All right, so cloned, not cloned. Cloned. Um, based on lots of love from my brew club and and JP and, uh-huh. and all involved. Uh, JP go just threw cloned. it under the bus. Not cloned. Not cloned. Oh, you bastard. All right. Last pro-am for you. That means you're going to have to brew it again. You have to brew it again, and you're going to have to see if you can do it. Yeah, I don't think so. I need beer. I don't know. Uh, All right. So why would you call it not cloned? Um, what is what is the, what are the flavor things that well, make it uh, not cloned? I was I was listening to the to the show with Julian Chirago um, about the Laurel IPA, and he commented, you know, being a brewer that's moved from homebrew to commercial scale uh, pretty recently, he talked about getting a lot less of a dry hop character, mm-hmm. you know, compared to. The the um the homebrew batches he was doing he was getting a lot less dry hop in the commercial and had to up the dry hop mm-hmm. in a commercial batch which I found odd mm-hmm. um and so I thought um there was a lot of hop character that that we didn't have coming through part of that was due to waiting around for the Brett to come through mm-hmm. and um you know one of the things I think that we 
there was a conundrum with with Taffle Bully on as a pro am was that we were we were kind of trying to do two things at once. We were we were trying to do the beer as I had it brand new with a, a fresh hop character, mm-hmm. and we were trying to do it four months old or six months old the way i would have it bottled with bread hmm. so um i think we kind of proved that it's very hard to get both at once and and for a <laughs> right. four and a half it's hard to out. brew two beers at the same time <laughs> to brew a beer and have it be two different beers two at the same time yes. yes well i mean i thought you know maybe on the order of an Orval where, you know, you have it fresh, it's one beer, you have it later, it's a bready beer. That, uh, oh, no, no. It, oh, please. Come on. You're, yeah, you're making a, a, a moving target here. I, I'm i just going to have to call it cloned. I, I really... Uh, <laughs> and why is that, buddy? Why is that? <laughs> because because uh, I want to call it cloned. Well, now the challenge would be, no, no. I think, for Matt to try to clone the commercial beer. Right. No, I, I, I think that the thing is... Yeah, the I problem think that, is not with our brewing of your beer. Right. It's the fact the that you were never brewing it what, right to exactly. begin with. Yeah. You need to brew this thing right You need now. to like, uh, macerate your grist. No, that makes it real easy. No, I, uh, inter- a, couple, a couple of interesting things. One is, the other day I tasted the Taffable, and what did I say, Chris? Actually, there's quite a bit of um, dry hop character. Now, it's actually come forward now after we've let it sit warm for six months. Uh, the hop character now actually kind of pops out a little bit. Um, you know, compared to earlier on, it it's really didn't, didn't come through. But now it actually seems like it's there. So I was, I was kind of surprised that it's, it's come back. So, you know, I don't think that's necessarily the issue. I think, but the reason that I would call it cloned, <laughs> besides being able to call it cloned, and, you know, it is my show, so I can do whatever I want. That is true. Um, no, I, 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 I actually feel like we, and I, I think this is the thing, JP, that you like this beer. And do. why I do. do you like this beer? I think it's we've actually captured the spirit of, of the beer. Yeah. And Matt can't make this beer, same beer twice. Right, Matt? You have not brewed this exact same beer twice. Correct. All I've done, uh, I have not brewed this beer with the same hops. Well, no, the, no, no, no. When no. we did, when we did the, uh, you give the, me a couple the examples. The They're all test. wildly you different. Just that was threw the them under the I bus. The That's same right. Hops. Again, it's That's cloned, right. even though it's different because Matt can't brew it the That's same way right. twice. No, just because we didn't. I think, that means like, exactly the, the right. I guess you're saying Matt doesn't have a vote. The right. hops I was changing and had to ha- had to pin him down for the pro am. That was, th- this beer for me was right, but a, the, a beer the, to test hops against. It was under development. But the be- right, but the beers you've given me in this genre have all tasted different. Malt wise, right? Uh, you've only had one taffle bully from me. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. Well, I think one he split right and did one with Brett, one without, right? Right, and then I had it one more time. Uh, the, yeah, the the one brew I I brought you a clean five fifty, a Brett right. five fifty. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, we have a variety here. Right, right, right. 
And having Story only have tasted one. Straight. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, I, I'm just saying like though a, that. It's like a court um, case. Well, what I'm saying is, I yeah. think that yeah, Matlock over here trying to right. like I'm, I'm digging myself. I'm digging myself out of a hole here. Please forgive me. Ow. No, I'm I'm saying that um, I think that we've kind of you know gone with the the spirit of that beer, and I think it's an evolving <laughs> thing, right? It's well, you know spirit. Do you I think it's always a, thing. Any I, listener, you know, do you think any listener is going to let you get out of like with the celebration clone or with arrogant bastard? Imagine if you pulled that same card with arrogant bastard. And you go, well, it's the spirit of the beer. Bullshit. Well, I, here's here's my claim: is Matt hasn't defined this beer. Matt keeps changing this beer. Target, right? Oh, oh, right? Man. Am I right here? Huh? No. Have no. Matt? Have you brewed the same beer twice? Just say yes. Exactly, yeah. in exactly of, in the same malt, ingredients yes, in twice. Terms of hops, no. Oh, so no. The answer is no. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much it's man. a yes or a no. Oh man, a yes or a no. So if, 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 the, if our <laughs> version had no. been black, Me and myself, it's a no. From Chris Kennedy is the beer cloned. Uh, uh, no. Um, but the, the reason I say that is because uh. the one version that I, of Tapabelli that I actually had. Was a developed a bread developed beer that was I think six months old at that point. That I think the last time I had it was the evening of the of right. the brew, and, and that had a very well developed bread character. And the last time I tasted Tapabully, it did not yet have that character. And we've got and it sitting warm. This. Yeah, so you I'm, haven't I'm, tasted I'm, the. I'm the saying l- it's pending because it could very well become that ba- that batch. I have that tasted that the, I the, the current beer. Okay. So you haven't tasted what what we currently have in the sailor. <laughs> yes. So, so I. I, I so that's why vote. I get to call it clone because I've tasted uh, the current uh, Tafelboy, and who else has? I, I think you're just worried that there's rebrews with the reverse. <laughs> can you brew it? Right. I I think we're done. <laughs> All right. Let's take another break, and when we come back, we'll answer questions in the chat, or we'll just go straight to the end of the show. Back after this. <laughs> Hi, this is John from Grain and Grape in Melbourne, Australia. This has been a big year for us. We've just celebrated our 21st birthday and we've been voted best home brew shop in Australia. We reckon that makes us pretty much the best brew shop in the Southern Hemisphere. Now we've got the ultimate fix for all you space-poor, time-poor and lapsed brewers. The all-in-one Browmeister is now Grain and Grape and it's a beauty. There are 20, 50 and 200 litre systems. It lets you complete a temperature-controlled mash, boil and cool, all within the same stainless steel mains-powered unit. So if you live in an apartment, you don't have the time to complete a traditional brew day or just plain lazy, you can be brewing beautiful all-grain beer more quickly than ever. We're also now making our own range of small-batch fresh work kits on the 200-litre system right here in the warehouse. Just one last thing. Mention the Brewing Network next time you're ordering online or over the phone to receive freight free on your next order of up to 15 kilos. Check out grainandgrape.com.au for conditions. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the homebrewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. 
John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read your way to better homebrew. And now, Northern Brewer presents What If Homebrewers Ruled the World? Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the gallery area. Now, the first piece up for sale today is a Jamil Zanashef original, a bottle of 1997 vintage Evil Twin. Oh, I see. A bidding for this one-of-a-kind piece will start at £7,000. And if you'll continue to follow me, ladies and gentlemen, I can show you a rather abstract piece from Bay Area brewer Justin Crossley. It's a German Doppelbach entitled Justin's Giant Bach. The brewer's notes here indicate that this beer had excellent mouthfeel. Capital, capital. That's just a crazy dream, or is it? With Northern Brewer, a thirsty nation can craft its own ale and water for the greater good of mankind. Northern Brewer, the home of $7.99 Brew Saber Shipping, superior customer service, and the finest selection of home brewing goods for the future. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and then to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines, so I'm the professional. <clears throat> Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their new Snaplock stainless steel camlock fittings will make connecting your pump or heat exchanger quick and easy. Or check out their exclusive paintball tank-based draft beer equipment. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. All right, uh, let's see here. Better beer scores apply now, and classes are just $175 down from 250 through January 1st, 2012. If you use the coupon code 
BBS 11 Holidays. It's a fun new way to learn about craft beer and brewing while preparing to score well on the Beer Judge Certification Program BJCP exam. Your satisfaction is guaranteed. Don't like the courses by the end of the second session and you will be refunded. Success is guaranteed. If you don't pass with 60% or better, you can retake the course free of charge. Webinars are live, not canned, and interactive. You can talk, ask questions, and use live chat. You can go to uh, www.beerjudgeeducation.com, or you can find them on Facebook. Um, They limit the groups to 24 people, so your sessions are live and interactive and fun. And uh, you'll learn about all the beer styles, beer tasting and evaluation, brewing and home brewing processes and ingredients, uh, malting, things like that, that you will use on the beer judge certification score. So go to www.beerjudgeeducation.com. All right. So back to uh, what we're talking about, uh, the, the uh, Can You Brew It Reverse? Yes, sir. Taffable. Yes. Okay, so uh, questions from the chat. Uh, Walking Stick Man. Walking Stick Man. In the chat, he says, uh, does Jamil, Matt, or anyone else find that uh, (laughs) certain flavor and dry hops work better with the Brett than others? Uh, Citrus flavors work well, pine, Mm -hmm. etc. In order to have a beer in which the Brett flavor and aroma is somewhat developed while the hop aroma is still present as well, do you recommend using the method of adding sugar with the Brett at primary fermentation? So that Brett develops quickly enough for the hop aroma and flavor to still be present. So what hops do you find that work well? And then how do you deal with, uh, I guess, sugar additions? Well, I think I think what Chris was talking about earlier is that, um, you know, you don't want the primary yeast consuming the sugars, the simple sugars, and, and uh, that the Brett can use to develop flavor. And it's 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 through growth and through fermentation of sugars that yeasts develop flavors. They don't develop flavors by throwing them in and having them do nothing. So if you allow your primary yeast to consume all the sugars and then throw in bread, and the only thing the bread has to act upon is starches and things like that, uh, longer chain dextrins, and it's going to take a long time to develop that bread flavor. If instead what you do is get rid of that primary yeast, let's say you filter it out and then throw in sugar and the brett, the brett has chance to work with those simple sugars. They've got a lot more to consume. They actually develop those flavors much more quickly. So again, flavor is developed in beer through yeast, like brett is a yeast, and your primary yeast acting upon sugars and producing those flavors. And you don't get any better flavors by the... Brett consuming dextrins versus uh, simple sugars. I, I imagine it could be different. But I mean, that would be subtle because, uh, yeah, I, I imagine it's subtle. Um, but talking about the it's kind of hop flavors, man, the best uh, Brett hoppy Brett beer I've ever had was Super Friends IPA from Ithaca, mm-hmm. and that's oh, yeah. a I think that's a Citra beer. So the citrus sort of melony sort of. Uh, um, citrusy mm-hmm. sort of flavors go really nicely with a Brett. I think any any hop character that is biting mm-hmm. and sharp is a bad addition for yeah. a Brett beer. That's why I don't like the Belgo American IPAs. It's got that, that kind of thing. Going right, on. but again, you know, Citra doesn't have kind of a sharp no, character no, to it. Soft. I think anything that's a yeah, a, a, you know, I wouldn't use something um, really piney and, and sharp like that. Columbus I think or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be a mistake. But citrus is a good choice. Good question, though. I thought it was, too. 
Oh, you want another one? Uh, Electric Brewer in the chat. When commercial beers are scaled up from home brews, do you find that the malt character is more intense as a result of the volume of malt being used in a large-scale recipe? Hmm. Well, <laughs> it's interesting because this is what we've kind of been struggling with this a little bit in that... Um, I think Matt, Matt's falling down the stairs right now. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, I know. You, 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 your, you, your face you hit the bottom. $3 microphone there. <laughs> Oh, uh, Skype's doing something weird. It keeps dropping me and staticking out. Mm-hmm. Sure, just like Jamil did something weird. I'm not blaming weird, China huh? yet. Right. Um, you know, it's interesting. You know, scaling recipes uh, as you increase as you, as you increase volume, you really need to scale everything up linearly with with the volume. Efficiency affects the extract in. You know, sugars generally, but um, it can also affect the specialty malts to a certain percent. It's a small difference generally, and, and usually because, you know, the homebrew, you're at 75, and then you get to the, you know, commercial brew, and maybe you're 85. Um, volume, you, you have to adjust for that, but that 75 to 85, it's not a huge difference. It's a small tweak to get exactly the same kind of malt character between those two. You, you know, maybe you're rinsing out a little bit more of the flavor and character of those darker malts or something like that. You're not extracting more sugars from them. It's just more flavor and character. So there is a small tweak, but it's, you know, in the grand scheme of things, the, the difference between, you know, uh, 0 and 85 it's huge, but the difference between 75 and 85 is really not massive. So you can kind of get away with it. Generally, what we do is, um, and what I've done on every commercial brew I've done is I round down to the next sack because all those specialty malts come in sacks. And so you round down and then, or to the half sack, and then you throw it in that way and it's fine. Was that the answer? I don't know. I tuned out Probably. somewhere. I, somewhere nobody after went I for the that. half sack bait. I gotta say, I think that's a first for Jamil. Anything? Well, that's because we cheap. had a sack comment that went completely untouched. Well, that's a cheap. That's a cheap <laughs> shot. You didn't okay. touch my sack. Right. Is that well, what you're saying? We leave the, we leave the sack touching. touching to, I can't speak. A Testicles. spider wrangler in the chat. Spider. spider. Uh, for Brett beers, since uh, so much of the character is in the aging and conditioning, how does that factor into cloning? And the recipe be cloned, but the difference be in the, in the development of the beer over time. Yes. So you can have a, a clone up front, and then, excuse me, one Brett kind of goes off on a weird tangent, and right. the other is kind of Or standard. it's not cloned, and now that over Matt time. can't taste the beer, it's cloned. <laughs> and prove us wrong. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, got, you guys are drinking, I'm looking at the, the, the uh, video feed, you guys are oh, drinking good. a fizzy yellow beer. Is that taffable? Or did you bring some to the show? Uh, I'm drinking Blue Moon, bro. Woo! I'm drinking Shallow Grave. We're I, drinking I the shit out of it, taffable. That's great. And it, it tastes right. exactly like so the one. So pretty. Just like <laughs> <laughs> it tastes exactly um, but like, like your beer. Yeah, I mean, red, red beers can, it can go in crazy directions and... Yeah, but, calling but something not clone. that crazy, you know. Especially with, you know, if you're using the three main strains of bread, they're pretty predictable. 
you know, based on condition, time and temperature. Right. Well, I think the sugar. main the main place but, where they can go off is is with oxygen content. So right, some, right, you, exactly. they can go acetic on you. You you have a lot of oxygen. You're going to get more more vinegary kind of a beer, but. You know, a lot of times when people go, oh, you know, this beer went this way or that, it's bacteria and it's other things that are kind of playing a role in that, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's. I think intensity is also another, you know, something that sure. that might might or not might. Well, not and oxygen there. plays a big role in yeah. Brett growth, yeah. so you might have more Brett, things like that. Okay. Next, next question. That's right? it. That's it. That's it from the chat. Then we're done. We are done, my friend. We're Thank God. Done. Dunzo. We're out of here. Thank Matt, thanks for being with us. You're a great guest. Matt, that's you. You there, Matt? He was going to say like something to plug here. Chad Jacobson at Crooked Staves, uh, <laughs> Brett uh, Thesis. Good, good, good Brett information if you're out there looking for that. Yeah, that's I'd awesome. I'd like to give some love to the Meisters of the Bruniverse for once. Good, good beer puns are always welcome. Yeah. Go ahead, Jamal. Okay. So, uh, another great show, I think. Um, At least it's done. (laughs) I think so, too. That's what's most important. Uh, Our handsome guest, Matt Staley. It's always nice to have a northern brewer carry us all this way. That is true, also. (laughs) Carrying the load. Yes. Making making it happen. Uh, If you get a chance... Check out the Brewing Network store. There's lots of goodies in there. Signed books, glassware, shirts, hats, all sorts of other goodies that uh, add to the Brewing Network bottom line. Till then, Bruce Strong. Yeah.